to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me, it's your birthday, Marty. <laughs> my good friend, Marty. Well, How are we doing this week, Marty? I'm good, except for that goddamn song. It's going to be stuck in my head the rest of the night again. I know. It's, it's, just, it's like three blind mice. Oh, yeah. See no. how they run. Yeah, like, like I said, silver shamrock. I mean, it just uh, it just gets in and it won't go away. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's not been too bad, actually. Uh, looks like we're heading into another cold day and rain for the next two days. Yep, always Memorial Day. It's either blistering hot or <sighs> blistering cold. Yeah, but then it's supposed to get nice again for the weekend, so yeah, at least we've got that, I guess. Yeah, but usually on Monday it's going to rain. Right. It well, it's better Monday. than a few years ago, I remember. Probably eight years ago, even. It was like Monday afternoon would roll around sunny the whole week would be nice this was spring all the way through summer it would get to like friday afternoon clouds would roll in and would stay till monday morning yep. every goddamn weekend you're just like i don't even like being outside but i, I want to at least go out and do things occasionally without being dumped on yeah i know sometimes when we go outside like what's that thing in the sky uh, <laughs> long live the beast <laughs> so my i'm doing good i've had a good decent week and that's about it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm very impressed with everybody is listening to us. I appreciate, and Marty also appreciates oh, yeah. all the people you're sharing with because we just looked at our numbers and it like shocked us from the numbers we had last night to currently for how many listens we've right. had. It's it's thank you so much. Please, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends. Tell them about us. We're just like two guys in a basement right. that occasionally drink. We don't have a drinking problem, no. But we like just talking about to each other and that, but. Thank you so much for sh- listening, people. We do, really do appreciate it. So if yeah. you like us, like I said before, share us with your friends, and Marty's going to tell us how you can do that. And go ahead and get a hold of us at uh, EOTH Podcast at Gmail, and we're also on the Instagrams. But, yeah, the, the numbers were crazy, dude. Like, less than 12 hours. Yeah, Astronomical sky jump. I was yes. like, wait, what? Yeah. I was impressed with the numbers I was sent at 8 last night. And then, you know, at this afternoon, I was like, oh, shit, how did that happen? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So so there must be at least two people out there listening to us. Right, and they're just on repeat. Maybe we each have a stalker, and they just listen to the show repetitively. I have like five, six accounts under different names. That's why it shows up as this many regular viewers. That'd be fine. I'm okay with that, too. I'm all right, the stalker. So I do have an update from last, well, not last week's episode about the Quad City Urban Legends. I came across this one I missed for Iowa. So Iowa, you get you get perks on this one. This is about the Iowa Dragons. <laughs> A number of Burlington, Iowa residents have reported seeing several Iowa Dragons. Uh, is that well? So if it's, I it, that's so what is they're going to be called is Iowa Dragons. I guess but, I don't know. Would they look like? Corn cob, the right, they're camouflage. They're camouflage. That's why they hide so easy in the cornfields. All right. Iowa dragons flying over their city in recent years. Two witnesses described it as a brown skin with a long snake-like body and a 15-foot bat-like wings. It had its head was shaped like a seahorse, and it had a skinny tail flowing behind it. They watched the dragon slither through the air until it flew high up into the night sky. Well, the first sighting of these dragons took place in. Iowa, in Bedford, Iowa, on August 11, 1887, reported that a man reported by a man named Lee Quarter encountered a flying serpent. He says the creature writhed and twisted with protruding eyes and a forked tongue, great scales which glistened in the sunlight, covered it, covered its huge body which appeared to be flat and nearly a foot in width. 
The beast seemed to fly and land with a thud in Mr. Quarter's cornfield. See, corn. Always with the corn. They watched with awe and astonishment as eventually the dragon returned to the sky. Then in October of 1890, in Independence, Iowa, was home with several reports of a monster with wings, a monstrous head with horns, a mouth like an alligator's. The creature also appeared green in color and covered in scales. Then the last witness, the one a witness by the name of simply, she just said, I want to know as Megan, claimed in 2005 she and her husband witnessed a flying dragon while driving on the streets of Burlington in the middle of the night. They described a 10-foot-long snake-like creature with bat-like wings and a head similar to a seahorse. So you know, Explain that shit to me, now, dude. Now, some of those stories, like when, when, when I read through that, like the 1800 stuff, all over the, the U.S., there are weird stories of things. And some of that I go, okay, well, it was the time. Maybe they didn't understand what they saw. But when it starts hopping up to 05, you know, it's like, um, it, what? Mm, okay, uh, now I'm a little. Because I, I didn't say there's a book called Wisconsin Weird. Yeah. There used to be a website with that, too. Yeah. I think it's defunct now. Yeah, yeah I think be. they've shut it down. I don't know why, what's going on with it. But uh, like three-fourths of like the stories the in there. That's right. But yeah, it's like uh, three-fourths of the stories in that are from late 1800s news articles. And it seems like it kind of spread across the U.S. of weird monsters all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I kind of go, ah, okay, when I hear those stories. But yeah, when it starts hopping up into more modern era stuff, I go, all right, well, (laughs) I'm not quite sure on that. I I, I can't just, you know, blow it off as like a hundred some years ago they didn't quite understand this. No, we we have internet at 05. We see things. We know what a lot of things are identified as. It's kind of hard to mistake a, a giant 10-foot winged creature flying up into the sky. <laughs> you know, this is probably not a kite. Well, I know? was just going to say that. It's probably just a kite, Marty. <laughs> right. You know what everybody says. It was just a kite or it's swamp a kite, gas. Some, God, I was just going to say, God Or was it owl? Uh, right. Sandhill crane. A crane. A Speaking crane. of sandhill cranes, tell you like the present I gave you. Oh, it is awesome. I'm actually... Uh, running out looking out at uh one of the craft stores to get kind of a oh a frame for it a, a glassed frame and thinking of something snarky to put along with it it's not a goddamn owl right, right. <laughs> if you guys are wondering we're talking about all the skeptics out there saying like ufos oh it's swamp gas venus stuff like that which you probably already know if you're listening to this so our right. topic tonight is going to be me and Marty going to delve into this. It's been done a hundred times, but we're going to give our own little twist to this. We're going to talk about the black-eyed kids. Yeah, uh, it is a subject I do love. Uh, they really bizarre. Uh, it, there's a lot of stories on this. We could literally sit here and just read s- stories of uh, black-eyed children for like four hours. I mean, it's just no. Pile that's, no, we're not going to do that for no. We're not going hours. to. I'm just saying. There's a lot of stories out there of black-eyed kids. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of them. I'm actually going to hop in right away with the first story. Yeah, that's fine. I knew this um, was your this was your forte. I'm like, I did like two, but yeah, I have a theory okay. about what they are. <laughs> but yeah, the the first one is credited as being the modern blow-up of the black-eyed kids, the Abilene. Can I guess Brian Bethel? Yep, yep. <laughs> the 96 encounter with Brian Bethel in Abilene, Texas. Anyone who doesn't know what this was, it was uh, 1996. He was, it was that night. He was pulled into a parking lot by a movie theater and stuff because he had to check to fill out for some bills and going through some stuff. And all of a sudden he noticed there were these two kids next to his car. And the first one just... Uh, 
what seems to be the bigger one knocks on his window and and is like hey we we need a ride and immediately he feels very unnerved by this and he doesn't even know why it's like it's just two kids and they give an excuse of they need money to go to the movie if he could get in if they could get in his car and drive them to their home then you know he they can get their money to the movie well he's kind of thrown off by this he knows what time it is even if this was a true story the movie would be almost over by the time they got back here well he ends up making breaking eye contact with them and is instantly hit with just overwhelming fear to get the hell out of there and that is when he notices because he did not apparently notice it at first but once he broke the initial eye contact with them he noticed that their eyes were all blacked and darkened no pupil no whites in the eyes and he basically fear took over he freaked out and just bolted like he took off didn't look back and the story was was pretty widely reported oh yeah that was if you watch any type of paranormal program and has black kids you always have the brian bethel story that that is, is that's uh, I can't think of the word right now. Canon. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much a canon story for the. Yeah, black if they do kids. multiple stories, that is always the first one they lead off with, and yeah. that's why I did it because I think it is an important thing. Now I'm gonna bet you a six pack of beer, Marty, that you can't name the movie that the kids wanted to go see. No, I don't know. And it actually was he, Brian Bethel actually said what. Yeah, movie I, it was. I, I've seen it too, and I don't remember what it was. It would happen to be the original Mortal Kombat. Oh, nice. Or not nice, depending on how much you <laughs> like the original MK. Yeah. But yeah, I put that story on right away, because it is considered the modern day uh, beginning of this story, of Black Eyed Kids stories. But the reality is there is a stories going back farther than that of these. Oh, you um, have no idea how far I think these stories go Oh, back. yeah. <laughs> and I've got a couple, and there's a reason I picked these two stories, and they do predate that 96 and and some of it I, I'm putting in there because it goes into what I think is actually and going. It's also on too here. if you if folks if you folks if you look these stories up, it's hard to determine which ones are actually actual tr- supposed true sightings oh, of these yeah. compared to what creepypasta is because creepypasta yes. got a hold of this and oh my god did it explode right. And there's also a movie that came out in 2012 and about black eye kids. It's called the yep. Black Eyed Kids. Yep. And that was actually funded by Kickstarter, which is pretty impressive for a yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. It made a lot of money, I think. It was actually pretty decent. It was. It See, you're, this is your forte. I'm not really right. into the black. I don't. I have kids of my own. And if some my kids, I have. I have. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Sorry, my youngest crawled into bed with one night. He got scared. He had a nightmare. He comes into bed, lays down between me and the wife. Whatever. All of a sudden, he just bolts up. I mean, like, he sits up like a rocket, oh. and he screams, Spider! <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I just reach out my arm, and he's trying to run off the bed to get out of the bed oh, away God. from the spider. Well, what happened is, we have a fan. That, he saw the fan on our ceiling. He saw the shadow oh. from the fan. I thought it was a spider coming to get him. A giant spider. Giant spider. <laughs> yeah, I, I would probably so, run, I'm too. sorry if some kid with black eyes... I didn't know. I would probably be punting these kids. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm not for child abuse, but that's would be the only exception. But it's kind of like kind of like the meme with the kid with the homemade snake costume. You ever seen, seen that? that it's one. a really cool little costume. But yeah, the caption underneath it it always like uh, this is the best way to get your kid punted on Halloween. <laughs> you know, it, it is, man. It's a creepy oh, yeah. costume. But yeah, no, uh, Black Eyed Kid Phenomena is is bizarre. I know there's 
one of the theories out there is that it is kind of like a, what is it a tulpa where people believe it yeah. but it's also I don't, I don't i don't really buy into that tulpa aspect because tulpas wasn't really brought mainstream yeah. unless it till certain aspects by nick redford he started i think he was one yeah. that really started talking about and that was like the mid 90s but there i know their sightings before the 90s yes that Talpa was never involved. So I think exactly. there's something else to them. They're not a Talpa. They're something no. completely different. No. Uh, yeah, like I was going to say, and that's part of why I also put in stories predating Internet era because that is more of an Internet thing. I mean, I, I do believe to some extent in, in that thought. It's no different than, than I think the, uh, you know, someone is really sick and a bunch of people send out prayers and that, that, energy gets focused on somebody and it does tend to yes. heal people better. i would have to agree with you on that. and i think there are certain things and internet has greatly expanded the power of those because it can be seen worldwide yeah like slender man all these kind of there's another one that's and even just look at us marty we're worldwide too we right people in south america australia and right. europe listening to us so but that, yeah, that mean, whole idea of like whatever we say will get out there no matter what oh yeah and and I, I do believe in some extent to that power of belief, whether it be into something creepy, something healing, there, there is some basis there for it. But some of these stories, man, predate our full worldwide conglomeration of, of sharing info. Well, you know. they used to tell stuff by, share stuff by telegraph. Come on, you can well, tell, us, could, you can tell yeah. a black-eyed story with, you know. black-eyed kid story with telegraph. But yeah, that's, that's, like I said, that's one of the theories I've heard out there, but, but there's too much of it that predates that for me to think that is what's well, Like I said, the, I knew this was your forte, so yeah. I'll let you take over. I'll interject when I think but, I have right. something good to say. But there are also, every state, I think every state has had some reports oh, yeah. of black-eyed kids, if yeah. I correctly. And not even just here. I mean, it's worldwide. Worldwide phenomenon, yeah. So I don't that lead on Marty. Yeah, lead on. Second story I pulled up was actually uh, from England. Uh, it was uh, investigated by a guy named Lee uh, Brickley in Staffordshire, England. And what happened is a woman was outside with her little girl, and she hears this scream that she thinks it sounds like a kid in trouble. And she kind of looks around, doesn't see anything, turns back around, and there's this little girl standing there was was behind her and her kid and the girl has her eyes covered with her hands like a birthday surprise kind of deal Peek-a-boo. yeah and and she's just kinda, i'm gonna punt you yeah <laughs> she, she's just kind of freaked out she's like oh don't recognize where this girl came from and the girl doesn't move until she actually comes up and asks her hey are you okay which is when the girl drops her hands and she has dark eyes wearing a little white dress and the lady just freaks is immediately afraid and grabs her daughter, bolts back down to where her house is, turns around, the little girl is gone. Not too crazy a story until you find out that Lee Brickley, the investigator, his grandmother had actually seen this same girl back in like 1982. Same kind of circumstances, hears a scream, looks around for it, finds this little girl, and the girl starts like running down the street from her. And his grandmother grabs her shoulder and is like, hey, are you okay? When the girl turns around, sees the black eyes, his grandma freaks out and runs, and then the girl just disappears. See, I didn't, like, I kind of heard that story, but I also thought, too, like, my mind went kind of went, like, 
what kind of diseases would cause everybody's the whole eye to be black. Right. I know there's a genetic disorder. I yep. don't know the name of it. If you look it up, you could probably figure it out. Right. Now, I mean, if you if you look back, if you go down the road that you think these are just ghost children, there were things, not tuberculosis, but there were certain diseases that were around 1800s that did cause a darkening around the eyes. I also do not line go down the line that these are ghosts. No, also you can have the darkening of the eyes, too. Right. You can have the darkening of the eyes, like when they say around the eyes. If you eat too much meat in your diet, I'm serious. If you eat too oh, much yeah. meat, you'll get, like, purple. Your eyes will yep. turn like a fucking raccoon. And that's just from your diet. And I'm pretty sure, like, in that time, meat was kind of a luxury. Right. So, actually. But, yeah, these, these are even just almost all the accounts I ever see that are what I would deem as more plausible accounts. It is not just around the eyes, but the eyes themselves mm-hmm. are straight up black. There's no pupil, there's no whites, it's just straight up black. Which is just bizarre. It broke it. I broke it. Oh no. I sucked on it too hard. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm like, I there's something out there, what it is. I have my own theory written down right. here, but I'll wait till you get done. After you, because I know, like I said, this is two topics that I know of: Mothman's your one I, you I love, like and the Black Eyed Kids. You love. And that. some of my thoughts on Mothman are probably going to make some modern Mothman fans angry, but uh, who cares? They are what that's they a are. that's a few months. Well, this is, that's a ways on the road. Oh yeah, man! Yeah. But at some point, oh yeah. So what else stories you got for us? Uh, the other one I, I pulled up. Like I said, I could go for four hours probably just reading off oddball stories. So I just picked a few. Pick uh, this the weirdest one, ones. What's that? Pick the weirdest ones. Oh, you did. I did, I did pick <laughs> some weird ones. Uh, there's another one I actually wrote down. I didn't write down into my notes, but it's creepy enough that I kind of memorized it. But uh, there was another case in 1974 in Ain, France. Uh, these two guys were driving around the, the small village. They had... Uh, pulled into a street they had stopped in front of a house because they were going to do a turn to go back up the other side of the road and they noticed five figures standing in the oh i've heard this courtyard yep and they're all dressed very similar whitish clothes longer hair uh looked like an abandoned house but they're all just standing there and the one closest to them just starts moving his hands beckoning them to come into the courtyard with them and the dudes again overpowering feeling of fear and just completely unnerved creeped out and they just bolt they take off drive off they end up bringing back some other people to go hey let's we got to come look at this see what's going on with these weird kids and nobody's there later investigators talked to other people in the neighborhood and said yeah they'd occasionally see them running around and just thought what? it was some kids. Yeah. What? They just run around. Yeah, like these five, they're all about four foot is highest. Now, a lot of these, I think some most of the sightings take place at nighttime, don't they? Yes. It's usually Very far around, in between is yeah, around the dusk. Daylight. Yeah, usually it's not a broad daylight situation. Because I know I've heard people throw that theory out there. There is that skin disease that some people are afflicted with. Where they can't be in sunlight, and it, they basically... Oh, yeah, yeah. Some people are saying that's what people are missing. Some of the skeptics are right. saying, oh, it's just these children with this rare skin disorder. Yeah. You know how many fucking kids there would have to be with that rare skin right. disorder? And it, is disorder? A, it is a really rare disorder. 
It is. Because actually, Let alone to have five of them just hanging out at any given point. Yeah. Even two of them hanging out. There's a lot of them probably never meet another kid with the same disorder ever. Yeah. You know. Because actually, I think I read a book one time. I have to forgive me, people. I cannot remember the name of this disorder, but I read a book about it. And it was about this little girl. And the reason I got onto it because I actually watched Maury, po- Maury Povich back when he was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back when he was Maury good, and he actually yeah. had this girl on there. Good and they, stuff. Basically, they had to change all the light bulbs in the whole yeah. studio because fluorescent lights made her skin yep. get massive sunburn. But she's like, yeah, she had her and her sister had this, both had this disorder. And they got, their parents were called on them. They had the cops called on them all oh, the time yeah. because they only could play at night. Yep. And everybody's like, what are these parents letting their kids play out at night for? We never see them during the day. But I feel I feel sorry for those people because they've been stigmatized. Oh yeah, and it's just like it is a genetic thing. It does pass on like so many yep. ge- so many generations. Someone will get it. Yeah, it's, it's but no different. No, than I define it highly doubtful that there would be five plus yeah. all the ones you're seeing now nowadays from like the 1996 to now. I'm like, there's not that many kids that would have. No, that, I would not think. No. Yeah, I, I, that family, if I remember correctly, too, they also had, like, CPS on them mm-hmm. because they had weird bruises, but it was from the, sunlight. the, the sun and yeah. UV rays messing up their skin. Yeah. And, yeah, they went through hell for a while till people figured out that, okay, yeah, they're not abusing their kids. They have a know. rare genetic disorder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the other story I did find, that, and I had heard this one before, I did not write it down because it is a little unnerving. You probably had this memorized. I do because it's it's kind of unnerving, and I like that kind of so stuff. So if you want to unner- want to hear unnerving stories, just wait yeah, till Marty right, starts speaking because yeah, he probably has it memorized. Just just come up to me and be like, "Man, tell me something." And I will be like, "Tell me something fake or up. real," because <laughs> I've probably got a little of both. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was uh, this couple. This was, I believe mid to late 90s is when this was supposed to have taken place they lived up in vermont it's winter time snowy blowy out getting to blizzard conditions pretty close and uh this older lady and her husband here knock on the door she answers the door and there's these two kids standing at the door and they're clearly not dressed for winter weather and they ask can we come in and the lady's like, well, yeah, yeah, just, she was a little unnerved. It was kind of weird, you know, but, uh, she was like, yeah, come on in. Well, the kids come in and sit down and sit there staring awkwardly for a little while. She realizes their eyes are kind of messed up, but it's a little dark inside. And the kids just say, my parents, our parents are going to be here soon. And, and she's like, okay, well, that's good. Don't know why you're out here. But, uh, the kids go, well, can we use the bathroom? So the lady says, yeah, shows them where the bathroom are, comes back out. At this point, her husband's come down, and out of nowhere, he just starts getting a bloody nose. Yeah. Just crazy bloody nose. She looks up the hallway and notices the kids are just standing there at the end of the hallway, just staring at them, and they just say, our parents are here now. And <laughs> walk, walk to the door, open it up, and there is a vehicle outside where two men in dark suits just saying, get the out. Men, just say, just come out and say it. The right. men in black are Maybe. involved in black guy kids. But, uh, yeah, these two men open the doors. The kids get in. They leave. Nothing more is thought of it. Within a month, her husband has come down with some weird skin cancer. Yep. And then shortly after, she starts getting nosebleeds out of nowhere. And they both say they have to believe that is what caused it. Something in there caused it. Yep. 
Well, since you brought it's it, it's just a creepy yeah. story, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's creepy." That's oh, another one. Car? Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> that's that's another canon story too, like with Brian Bessel. Oh, yeah. I've heard yeah. that a couple yeah. times. Yeah. I, I had two that I come across, it and I was like, "Oh yeah, this one." Speaking of Men in Black, did you know? Did you find there? Did you know? Uh, stop talking. Timothy Jones is great. I know. I know. Yeah, Timothy Jones is great. But um, did you find the one for the South Dakota sighting? No, I did not. I, I did. did not look because I th- I thought you might go ahead. <laughs> This, there was a South Dakota sighting of the black, black-eyed kids in November 25th, 2016. This article is taken from Phantoms and Monsters in their daily round. Well, that's basically what happened. Is, this is where I got it from Phantom and Monsters. This all takes place. A former military man in Deadwood, South Dakota, saw two kids walking up the hill toward his house. They were wearing hoodies, but there's something strange about them, he said. It was then that the witness realized they had completely black eyes. They approached him. But he, but this unnerved him, and he retreated into his house. He mentioned it to his wife, who didn't see the kids, and the couple went to bed. First of all, I'm fucking sorry if I had seen two creepy kids because most of them are like around teenage preteens. Yep, yep. I'm like, no, I'm not going to bed. I'll be like, calling the cops, get your ass up here. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say most of them. It, it ranges from uh, guessing about eight to about thirteen max. Yeah, the the terrible age. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah no. Sometime later, the witness noticed one of the boys outside his bedroom window. He began to move toward the front door. Why? Okay, if I know someone out my bedroom window, why would you move to the front door? Hopefully he's got a gun next to the front door. I don't know. Basically, this guy, he began to move toward the front door as another one was there, but instead went back to the bedroom for his pistol to scare them away. Okay. Ah, there we go. He assumed these two kids were wearing a mask of some kind. Then he suddenly, he woke up, was in his bed with his wife. Oh, as his wife turned around and informed him, he had just got returned to bed after he had been out of bed for an hour and a half. He oh, had nowhere shit. idea where he had been. Really? Yeah. Oh, that that isn't. I have not heard that one. That's I just ran across that one at random because I typed in "black eyed kids in sightings in South Dakota" and that's what popped up. Wow. And of course, it's West River. Why would it not be West River? Yeah, Deadwood. It's so much weird. But shit that leads up to with that their parent. My parents are here and the met my bees. Men in Black. Yep. And everybody's also. This is. A, I think this is a pretty solid theory that they're tied in somehow with the MIB, which are tied into aliens that have never visited this planet. <laughs> so I think they might be uh, or something. It's something totally else. Yeah. Oh God, my kid's calling. Be right back. So I'm sorry about that. Again, like normal. This is my house. I live here. I have kids, dogs that bark all the time, and I have some, and they're. <laughs> We'll be up in a little bit, buddy, okay? So if anybody out there listening understands four-year-olds and why they have such a fascination with Sonic, please let me know. <laughs> I also have another question, too. He has this flarp stuff, which is a slime that makes, like, farty noises. Yeah. That is something that, dude, if I was a kid his age, my retarded ass, oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that word. Right, right. My right. dumb ass probably would have ate this stuff because it smells it, it really just, damn good. <laughs> yeah, especially when you get into, like, the, the specially scented ones. They have, like, a coconut slime. Oh, dude. Just, I want to eat it so bad. But I, I just think of what your poop would look like. Oh, it'd be great. Probably kill us. Like, it's supposed to be non-toxic, but then again, you know, it's only Everything's non-toxic, non-toxic in a certain quantity. Right. Under certain circumstances. So, but like we were saying, like, the MIBs are have for a long time been tied in with the black-eyed kids. Yeah. And that's just not the first story. There's other stories. Oh, there, Listen yeah, to different podcasts. People talk about. And a lot of you hear mentioned like our parents are coming. 
which leads into a lot of people also say that the Black Eyed Kids are part of the Fae. And they're part of the, I don't know, that's what they say. I'm like, like fairies and that, and it's like part of some world that just isn't in yes. line with ours. Yes. Is that your theory, Mark? Yes. That go is with your honestly, theory, buddy. That go is honestly the, the road I go down. Um, the MIB puts an odd spin on it. But I think there again, you have to think outside the box of running stuff. Well, if you go as with, MIB just being aliens, you Tommy UFOs. Lee Jones and right. Will Smith, I, I no. think, I think honestly, MIB are at some point connected to governments, but I don't think they are just investigating UFOs and interest in that. I think they've got ties into all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. uh, there's too many things out there. That we, we don't know about. I mean, and, and I do believe these are some kind of dark fae, even. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe they've been around probably a long time. You know, like, there's also theory that ma- ma- Hollywood uses mainstream movies to promote oh, ideas. Yes. I think Hellboy promoted the fae MIB thing more than anybody else. Oh, God, Hellboy, yeah. Hellboy yeah. movies. Yeah. With Ron oh. Perlman. Awesome actor. If you listen to this Ron Perlman, please call us. We will yeah. do an interview. We love it. Uh, I love that, man. But, yeah, no, that that is honestly what I, I think. Uh, like, even you go back in and look at a lot of the old folk tales, a lot of them revolve around fae or witches, and a lot of them chase after kids. These almost exclusively go after adults. Almost always a story of a black-eyed kid is coming after an adult. Children would be an easier target to get at because they themselves are Mm kid-sized. But they pick adults. And I imagine... Why? I I don't know why. I I think like a lot of the fae-type stuff, each type has its own special rules of things that they hunt, that they do things that stop them in their tracks say like leprechauns you know tying untying leprechaun shoes will stop them and that's their own specific species rule and why i don't know it's just part of the the story of things that reminds me of an x-files episode where they did one of vampires yeah oh yeah there's like seven different types of vampires yep and scully muller which the dude fox fox Mulder. fox Mulder got away from that one vampire by throwing a bunch of Sunflower seeds on the yes. bottom of the RV, and because the vampire's like, you're going to pay for that after I pick these up. Yeah, vampires have, like, a OCD cleanliness, and they have to count things. Yep. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Like, even, like, when you go, we diverged a bit, but even, like, vampires with their mythos. That's all we do on any right. is diverge. <laughs> and, and it, even in their mythos of not being able to be seen in mirrors, the reason is, originally, mirrors were silver-backed. And the silver is what affects them. A modern mirror would not affect them because we do not use silver in most modern mirrors. Silver-backed mirrors, you can buy them nowadays. They're expensive as fuck. Yeah. yeah. But like $1,000 where... for a little 4x4 four four square. And that is also, I, I think, going back to like the, the tales of spirits coming through mirrors. And that is also why it is silver. The yeah. silver involved in it. But like every type of fae has its own little rules. Uh, own prey if you will say like even red caps in in the uk yep and that's what they do is they hunt out a certain prey kill them and then dye their caps in their blood you know i mean that's their thing yeah and for whatever these things are adults are their prey and that is why they come after adults it's i don't know if i've ever even seen a 
Black Eyed Kids tale of them going after your kids. It's well, almost always adults that they are coming up to and like, hey, get me in your car, let me in your house. I, and and there again, they have to be invited in. They can't just come into your house. There is a rule there for it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in how they're set up. That could be too. Like there was a where they <clears throat> excuse me where they come after adults. I think it could possibly be because people say with children have a better imagination because their penal gland is not cal- calcified. Oh yeah, and I think. They'd, they're not threatened by th- people that can actually see them as long as they're kids, but once they turn to adults, it's a different story because adults are naturally more aggressive than kids yeah. are. Kids want to all be friendly. I don't care what kid. They naturally oh, yeah. want to be friendly. Like, yeah. the, my, for example, one of my kids had a fort out in, back by a slough. He's like, Dad, this this mouse bit me. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking just like a little mouse. I go back there, and there's a goddamn muskrat. Oh, and they uh, thought it was a mouse. Oh, no. The muskrat bit me. I'm like, uh, we may need shots. Yeah, we, we better get you in, man. <laughs> See, but that's just a kid's natural tendency. That's why I don't think they're, that's like what you say at the Fay. I don't think they're right. more worried about kids. They're more worried about adults. Yep. That can not see them exactly how they are, but they try to talk to them, and they just get misinterpreted. Right. And, and there again, too, you have a lot of stories, and there are a lot of them like the, the Bethel case, where there is almost a disconnect, hypnotic yep. element to them, where right away when they have that eye contact, that visual, they, they feel that they should be afraid, but the levels aren't what they should be mm-hmm. until they break that contact with them. And then all of a sudden they are just hit with just an overpowering punch of, I got to go, I'm going to die. Yeah. I mean, it comes out of nowhere. The things they're saying aren't inherently threatening. You know, they're not brandishing a weapon. Well, how threatening would it be? Something like, yes, you're in the middle of a snowstorm, two kids show up, everything, you invite them in. We're waiting for our parents. Well, this is actually fact before cell phones, yep. in this case, actually happened, if I remember correctly. Yeah. My yeah. Time it had been right. really early cell phone days. And these the guys ones where you got, like, it looks like a yeah. new case next to your head to yeah. cause this brain cancer after two seconds. Right. But yeah, that's, that's very interesting because the more you think about it the deeper you can go and the more twisty the rabbit hole gets oh yeah yeah like, like i said i was going through i'm like well does that even make sense that was my first honestly the first time i saw even that story with bethel my first gut reaction was oh shit they're from the Feylands. you know they they are they're they're not aliens they're obviously not ghosts uh, what else could they be? And that was my gut instinct: is they are some type of fae, reptilian overlords. <laughs> reptilian overlords for the win. Yes. Well, you know, I call, I I kind of go my theory kind of goes down the same road. As or, here, yeah. Okay. I actually think our history has has a uh, fable about black eyed kids, but it's just been misinterpreted over the right. centuries. And that fable is the Pied Piper of Hamelin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Pied Piper of Hamelin is a German story, if you haven't heard it before. Basically, this guy, Pied Piper, looks like the modern-day... I guess I know I'm ripping paper out of here. Again, so I, hate, I don't... I have staples. In 1824, in the town of Hamelin... I'm sorry. <laughs> in, the, in 1284, 1284, in the town of Hamelin, Germany, was suffering from a rat infestation. A piper dressed in multicolored piped clothing. That's where they get the name from. Yep. Basically, it looks like... A, if anybody remember, like, any type of really crappy fantasy movie, medieval movie, had the jester, that's what kind of clothes yeah, you're wearing. Yeah. But without the bells and the funny shoes. Or if you've ever seen Shrek, 
he's the Pied Piper. <laughs> the, the pantaloons, he's wearing yeah. the multicolored stripe. Basically, this guy says, yeah, I can take care of your rat problem. And the mayor agrees to pay him like a thousand gold pieces. Yep. Well, he gets rid of all the rats, and mayor reneges and says, nope, ain't paying you shit. So he's, the piper says, okay, we'll deal with the, I'll deal with you later. Leaves. And there's a holiday that comes up, like a couple weeks later, a holiday comes up, and all the adults are in church and that. And for some odd reason, the kids are all left home. And while he comes into town... And he starts playing this thing, and he takes off with 150 kids. Yeah. Wipes the entire town out of, of also, juveniles. Uh, yeah, also for three kids. Yep. Because supposedly this is how it goes. There's three kids left behind. One was lame because he couldn't keep up. Yep. One was blind because he couldn't see where he had to go, and the other one was deaf, so he couldn't hear him. Yep. He did not hear the, the music summoning him. Yep. And there are some versions where this guy took the kids and – made him go to the river and drowned him like yep. he did the rats. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that. But there's another one where the Pied Piper led the children to the top of Copenberg Hill, where he took them to a beautiful land or a place called Copenberg. This place is also called Copenberg Mountain in Transylvania. Oh. Where that he made them walk into the Wesser and drowned. Some states, some of these tales, you can, there's like several different versions of this. Yeah. And it's like where he was, the children were returned after the, he was paid, but after he was paid several times the amount. But I think, actually, that was like the first case of the Fae that you would have to say were involved with taking children. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. Uh, I, I know it's supposed to be some kind of moral story of, you know... Get paid if someone does a job yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, but, but there, there's there got to be something more to that. There, there's a lot of even, like, Grimm's tales, mm-hmm. where I, I think there is, to some extent, a bit of truth to some of the stories they were they were whipping out, because they weren't making them up. A lot of those were old stories that had been passed down, down for generations. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think some of those, they had some bits of truth to the Yeah, that's in, like, in I, wish, I wish people wouldn't take, like, everything we talk about, or what we have been told to talk about in our history, everything has that single kernel of truth. Oh, yeah. It's like, let's talk about vampires. Yeah. And the reason, like, some people said vampires should go invisible is because back in ancient Greek or Greece, if you were to have a bat eye on your necklace, it was to believe that people couldn't see you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're just little things that we talk about in our history that everybody seems to have forgotten. Like, yeah, them guys know what the hell they were talking about. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man, there's... That's, Even just little stuff we found, like physical objects of things we found. Yeah, like the Antikytheria machine. Yes. We're going to really diverge here because I got something I got to say. Because like the Antikytheria machine, we're like, oh, why would they make – they? this was a geared machine. We yes. made hundreds of years before you, people thought gears were possible. Or people. Right. We, as a modern-day society, need to stop thinking as our past ancestors as fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. They, who do you think came up with geometry? Trigonometry. Yep. Somebody in a bathrobe, hanging, walking around. Oh yeah, he's the one and, that came up with it. And, and there's a lot of that too. I think uh, socially, and maybe even now, worse with, with mm. our technology we have. We like to think we are the pinnacle of what has We've come lost before. More because oh, just lost the, so much more years. because of technology. Because there's you know how many times I think about it. I have that cell phone in my pocket. I like back when I was a kid, and I'm like, I couldn't get a phone call unless I was at home. Oh, yeah. And if you called after 930, your ass is going to get yelled at by my yeah. parents. <laughs> Absolutely. 930 is cut off for any phone calls. Yep. Well, and I, kids nowadays are like, 
Well, I need a cell phone because they can hold me. You call them, they still don't fucking answer. Yeah. Well, look, I think we talked about. I don't even. I don't even remember who was on the show or not. But even just a few years ago, the idea of not having someone be able to get a hold of me was normal. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I'm out at the store. I'll hope nobody called. Yep. And now the idea of not having it on me, it isn't fear-inducing like some people go into shock, but it's one of those where I'm like, oh, shit, my, my phone, oh, I left it on the counter. Well, I'm just running to the store, I'll be back, and it'll show me if somebody called. Yep. You know, even watching old movies where I'm just like in a horror movie. Just and, and just call somebody. Are you are you dumb? Oh yeah, it's eighty two. That didn't exist. <laughs> they're they're in the woods. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Well, besides people, there's actually like some people have done like we're going back on the Pied Piper thing. Right. And there's some few other theories that have been postulated on by other people of like what, what he is. No, of what actually happened to the children. Right. Right. There's, the story. there's actually some that say this actually event actually happened. Some of the theories are like. Basically, some of the children died from diseases, natural causes, right. such as starvation, an epidemic, and the Pied Piper is just a symbolism for death, saying he has death came to this village and took yeah. all our children. Which, I mean, allegorically speaking, it, it makes, makes, makes it sense. nice. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah. Because it was probably 1284, I think it was around plague time. Wasn't yeah, it? you know, there Pretty was close. some black death going on. Yeah. Then there's also the speculative theory about immigration where they just moved out of the town. Like, basically, it's happened even modern days. Times. Right. Even in America, there's like a ghost town in the southwest. Something blew the water. Everybody just left the building. Oh, there yeah. And just moved Everything. Out. Just left it where it was and, and rolled out. Or if we go like the Silent Hill treatment with that coal uh, fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. In West Virginia or is it Virginia? Yeah, it's uh, either one. It doesn't matter. It's horrifying. It yeah. really is. I would like to go through there just the idea of it is just creepy as shit. Yeah, that thing's been burning for how many decades now? A long time. Yeah, it's yeah, like the sixties or sometime when they actually lit it on fire. See, but the Pied Piper, did you know I think. My this is my speculation, time to go out the deep end, but right. do you know that the Pied Piper could possibly have ties to Texas? Oh. Yeah. Really? Yep. And actually probably to Abilene. Oh, what a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Let's talk about Indianola, Indianola, Texas. Indianola, Tex- Texas is a ghost town located located in Managorda Bay in Calhoun County, Texas. The community wants the country seat of the Calhoun County as part of the Victoria, Texas Metropo- Metro- Metropolitan Statistical Area. Ugh, big Ta-da. words. More than two syllables, I really struggle. <laughs> In 1875, the city was had a population of 5,000, but on September 5th of that year, a powerful hurricane struck, killing between 150 to 300 people and almost entirely destroying the town. Indianola was built only to be wiped out on August 19th, 1886, by another intense hurricane, wow. which was followed by a fire. Indianola was testing a record Texas, re, recorded Texas historic landmark in 1963. It's it's like the castle in in uh, Holy Grail. We built it up and then it sank into the swamp. We built it again and it sank again yeah. and then lit on fire. So, but the third castle. Yeah. <laughs> See, but Marty's probably thinking, what's this got to do with the Pied Piper, the German guy? Well, Indianola was actually a German immigration point of entry. Oh, it was founded by Germans. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Basically, this Prince Carl of Salms-Braunfeld 
basically started this country. So basically everybody in that town was German, hardcore German. Oh. Where'd the Pied Piper come like, from? Like old school at the time, turn of the yeah. century German. Hell yep. yeah. This guy's like wore the metal breastplate because they actually yep. found a picture of him. He's like got the big fancy mustache. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. never grow. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Yep. So basically he, basically this town was all immigration for Germans. Wow. This is one of the main ports. So, the funny thing is, if you look at... No, this is where... Okay, you have, in the... Just north of it, you have Albaline, Texas. Okay. And south of it, you have Indianola, Texas. And you know like how everybody in the Florentine world, Fortiana world, likes talking about triangles. Well, if you make a triangle, <laughs> you know where the point. tip of this triangle is? If you take the bases, Albaline, right, right. Indianola, ends up on the island of Jan Mayen. Hmm. Yeah, this I had to look this up because I'm like I figured out my math. Like, now is this like triangle. a full right angled triangle, like the ninety ninety ninety? No, it's like an isosceles. Okay. It, it basically it's like a pointer, like on the spinning game for like twister. Yeah. So it's a cute. It's yeah. A, well, okay, it's not that cute. It's hard to figure out the math. Right, I hear you. By the way, it ends up on Jan Man Island. This island is located. It's a in the Arctic Ocean. Oh. And I mean, it's like if you do your math right, it comes. That's where it points. Right. You take the distance. And he went up. That's where it ends up on. Hmm. So I think that the MIB were actually were first dec- documented as the Pied Piper. Took the kids, then went to this island, and then we have now had black-eyed kids because they're slowly trying to make their way back. They're part of a genetic experiment. Oh. Oh damn! All right, yeah. Yeah, you did go off on a... Because if you look at the MIB, right. like, our parents are... And I've had, I knew that story before. That's where it helped fuel yep. this fire. It's going to be like these are the MIBers, like, trying to... They're like... It's kind of like Faye, but I think they were here... They're here, and they're, like, trying to get a way back in. Because if you notice, all these black-eyed kids have, like, paler looks. And yes. Yeah, they're all very sickly similar. Looking. And, yeah, it's... Tend to have the same kind of hair, same kind of pallor, same kind of body build... Uh, none of them seem to be above about four and a half foot. You know, it's it's all See, very cause, similar. Yeah, because fae people, like the fae, they're always known as wispy and yes. pale and ethereal. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. So I think the fae were actually a subspecies that were around and never went away, never went away. Right. And they have access to certain things that they can look at it. How can you say it? They have more intellects, let's put it that way, more yeah. common sense about the natural world than we ever will. Right. Well, it it, it makes sense. It's it's almost like they've got a foot in the natural world plus the spiritual world, and they kind of float in between, you yeah. know. No, so, I totally get that. Yeah, because I say the MIB are nothing but a bunch of fairies. A bunch of goddamn fairies. <laughs> no, oh, man. That, so I know I, that, hmm, that, that is interesting. Because really, you look back at a lot of uh, of what I consider more credible MIB, most of them keep glasses on like they are trying to cover up their eyes themselves. Yep. Because you don't usually have them. They've got glasses off, giving somebody a lecture. Glasses are on, always in a suit. And even the suit thing, which maybe is, is a weird offshoot here, but even like, uh, what if that's not actually a, a fully a suit? Think of like the uh, film Mimic, yep. Where the giant roaches have have evolved to, at first glance, look like somebody walking down 
the, the subway, you know, something similar, but a little more advanced. But even there, if you're talking with Faye, it, legendarily, they have uh, glamour, which they use to change how they look. A lot of them do. Not all of them, but a lot of them do. If, if we had a video, because everybody would see me just through my notebook ways. I'm, right. just, I'm, waiting for, I'm just trying for you. I don't think you're going to click one part of this puzzle. That I'm, I'm probably I'm not. Dude, you I'm, are... I, I am I am like a, a numbers dude who's like, okay, here's the facts of this, this, this. And I get some offshoot weird ideas. But you're the dude who's like, oh, there's those four pieces. Yeah, they're completely different size. And you're like, no, they fucking go together. And you go, oh, shit, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just waiting for you to that? click because I'm just waiting for this to fall into your brain. As soon as I say it's something, it's going to be going to, man. Okay, now I just lost track of what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Success, I win. No, you don't. I just remember <laughs> I may be senile and old, but I always remember. Okay. Have you, have you ever heard the story about the children of Woolpit? Them are the green-skinned kids. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, take that into account. That took place after, supposedly, the Pied Piper happened. Yes. And they said they came from a land inside. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, the Fae, as well because there's Fae, are actually um, not Middle-Earthers, Hollow-Earthers. So oh. basically, what we are calling Fae are actually the, another society that lives underneath the ground because Woolpit children were actually the first product that actually got traction in the paranormal world. Right. Because that's where they took the 150 kids, started because they're probably dealing with some genetic shallowing of the pool. Uh, right, right. Some aberrations start popping up. Interesting. I was actually looking into some of that story too of being like hey here's some other weird fucking kids man mm-hmm. and we're, and that, yeah that was one that it's always tricky because i know a lot of people with that story have been like where did they mean from the inside and what if it was the literal inside and they were underground because there are even some theories tracking with uh uh the black-eyed kids because of their pallor the eye size that they do come from a subterranean type of environment plus plus you also look night. at their connotation when they're talking it is not quite the syntax is not quite the yes. same as what we're used to yeah along with the mibs their syntax is not the same as it's what we're used to slightly off yeah it's and like they're trying to, but then if you they learned to, from Babel, so it's not quite english yeah. but if you go with the wool pit children they had the same issue yes and they're they're they are, the report said the girl there's a girl and a boy the girl had a really melodic-sounding voice. Right. The Faye supposedly had oh, yeah. a really melodic-sounding yes. voice, like a sing-songy voice. Yes. There you go. And, well, even... God, that actually makes me track in. Do you remember the story of the uh, the Blue family? Yeah, the one with too many nitrogen in their blood. That's yeah. That's actually a common... If you too much nitrogen in your water. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, that's always... I've always wondered, like, is there some kind of connection there? Yeah, there. I think there was. If you read enough on the children of Woolpit, you actually someone actually does come up with that, saying that a certain chemical might cause you to have a green tint to your skin. Right. What the chemical is, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's all these stories that we're talking or we're subjects we're talking about. Me and Marty have been talking about this for how many how many years have we known each other? Oh, like God, thirty yeah, years. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot. Years, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, a lot of these stories you can look into yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. there are stories out there, and they're not that hard to find. Digging into some of the more detail and background stuff takes a little bit more time. 
But, uh, yeah, no, some of those have always been fascinating to me. Yeah, the, the Green Kids, man, that is a story that is, first time I saw that, it is always kind of railed around in the back of my head. Of like, well, where the hell did they come from? And, and everybody thinks, well, it's just a one-off thing. It's like, right. not if you think back far enough and you look at me, I'm the type of person like, oh, here's a cool story. What happened like a decade or a century before oh, that right, that right. could possibly tie into it? What's in that same area yeah. that has uh, gone which on? Been the Pied Piper, which is actually, a, not in Europe, and that is a very common tale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because back in the olden days, people didn't go after adults. Like, if another society came in, they instantly went after the children. Oh, yeah. And took the children to re-education. And it's even yep. done in some foreign countries now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's the it, easiest way to get your doctrine across. I mean, look, look at what the Nazis did. Yeah. I mean, the Hitler Youth Program, I, I don't want to say was good, but it worked how they wanted it to. Man, these kids grew up from basically like 39, 40, when he was really hitting his stride before yep. the war blew up. But these kids were already being five years old trained hey these are these are the good things oh those are Udens. they are evil and that is what they thought yeah that i mean at, at five-year-olds you only absorb what you are shown it's called brainwashing yeah i mean it, it's flat out what it is it's a very low-tech version of brainwashing that's like it's, why my kid thinks sonic's the best thing on the planet it, i'm so sick of it i know <laughs> but yeah i mean it's a it's a longer game plan to do it but i i think in cases like the third reich they thought they had a much bigger time they were going to be around, and they, they were ensuring generations of this same type of thought. See, but one thing, what's one thing I always mentioned about the Fae, too? They're always long-lived. So oh, the, yeah. This would not be, for the long game is probably nothing for them. Oh, yeah, no, no. Like anything else we've, we've talked about with history and ourselves, our existence is a blip in the full timeline of the planet. Yep. And, and again, it's it's no different than if you want to go into even the fantasy end aspect of it, like Lord of the Rings elves, which are technically immortal because they are so long-lived compared to humans who burn bright and fast. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, 600 years could be like a decade to them, you True. know? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any idea. We don't know. But did you, oh, speaking of that, <laughs> we're gonna, this, we got off the rails here. There's actually an article I seen on my phone, you know, the thing I hate, and it's talking about how scientists have may have finally cracked how to make life spans longer. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I like that idea, man. No, I, I really don't. This means you gotta pay taxes longer, which really sucks. Right. But just the So if they do that, does that mean the retirement age bumps up to like hundred and ten? Oh god, that would oh. Man, that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just like on, on a a human level mentally we are not i don't think designed right now anyways maybe over a couple generations of people growing up into that but we are not i don't think prepared to live that long you know it's just we get just the way our our minds are set up most of us are going to get bored and become psychotic after 150 200 years no yeah plenty of books to read (laughs) I got plenty of books to read. Uh, that's true. But See, but I think a lot of that too. I think actually some people are could, would be fine with it because right. the people that are. How can I say this nicely? The people that are lacking, like people that want for not lacking, I should say, want for not much more. Because like I'd rather live on the country. The wife hates it, but right. I rather I like a simple life. If you if you can handle a simple life, I think oh, you yeah. can 
easily yeah. handle living a lot longer because you yeah. wouldn't be expecting the quick results that everybody nowadays right. wants. Right. And I, I don't know. I think maybe it is more of a modern human thing where we want that fast. Let's do this, do that, do this, do that. Yeah. And and it is nice to kick back a little bit. And just like shut said, your brain off. Oh, yeah. Like, like the last couple of years. Actually, like 10 of the last 12 years, man, I've worked two jobs. The money's nice, but it does wear you out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like I, I ended up having to leave my second job recently. And, like, the last three weekends of not having to be somewhere else for, like, nine hours. Dude, it's so mentally freeing. Yep. I mean, I, I did like that extra check rolling in just to buy dumb shit to put on my shelves. But I had no time to do anything with it. So I have my weekends now where it's like, oh, what am I doing Saturday? You'll be crushing. Yeah, I'm doing nothing. You'll be like, oh, I'm crushing my Optimus Prime. Right, right. Ooh, it's so hard and so funny. Like, oh, what should I do today? <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get some breakfast. I might paint a couple things. Uh, I may take a nap. Shit, I don't know. I've got nothing going yeah. on. And it is kind of nice. But, I mean, that that being able to slow down is really nice. But it's, I, I think it's fine, f- so hardwired into our society as go, we are go, now. Go, go. Yeah, it's just a constant. People just need to learn how to, like, we're slow racing. down. We don't know what we're racing towards 90% of the time. But we're constantly, we got to go. It's yeah. racing here, here, here. That's <laughs> like my wife. I, I drive the speed limit. I mean, seriously, if it's 65, I drive 65, 70, whatever. Right. I drive the speed limit. My wife's like, you need to go faster. I'm like, why? The speed limit's the yeah. speed limit. My wife sometimes does the same thing. Well, Jesus Christ, you're only going like 82. Well, the speed limit's actually 80. I'm, I'm, I'm actually crazy speeding. and going up. Oh, for God's sake. I'm like, well, <laughs> take a nap. It's fine. But we'll people, if anybody's listening to this, you just need to shut your brain off for a while. And just go out, enjoy nature. I don't care. I don't, I'm serious. That is the best thing to do. Oh yeah. Because there's a, I was on vacation with my wife, my kids, my brother and his kids, and we're out in a boat in the middle of this in the river, and they're all looking. I'm like, what are you mad about? What are you mad about? I'm like, what? I'm like, I just shut my brain off. I was looking at the scenery. I'm like, right, I was, I'm not I, was I was not mad. I'm like, my muscles are relaxed, and I was just watching the scenery. Now, see, that's why uh, a lot of people that know me. And are friends with me. They know I'm very you much have in, no friends, Mark. I, I'm I not know, even your but friend. I pretend. I was looking for a co-host, <laughs> <laughs> and I was all that showed up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I mean everybody knows, man. I'm an inside guy. I, I am a town person. I love being in town. I love being able to go get the shit I want, and I am very much an inside movies, games, whatever type of guy. But on on the other side, I do like. Being out when I rush up, Marty. Like when I rush up, oh fuck, Rob's here. It means I go outside. Uh, fuck. Damn it! But yeah, no. Like I, I will like take the dog out, and I'll run down by the river, run it around the back uh, track we've got roped around part of town, which is mostly just trees, grass. But I, I like that stuff. When I'm in that mood, if we're out camping, I like rolling up. I like going hiking. It's not something I'm going to go do all the time, but there is something very pacifying about it. Even just here in town, sitting by the bridge, watching the river for 20 minutes, swim under. Oh, hey, there goes a turtle. Yep, I think people uh, have And people, I, I will send like snaps, like, oh, taking the dog out. What the hell are you doing outside? Like, I, <laughs> I do that sometimes, yeah, man. Don't, don't let the, the, the fat effect fool you, man. Don't let the fat, let the fat. 
pale skin food. Right. But I'm just saying, people, this isn't, you need to, people just need to get outside more. Especially after this last year oh, we've yeah, had. Yeah. Get outside. Even if you don't listen to this podcast, you can throw it, you can listen to the podcast <laughs> right. as you walk around. And you can listen to my boring tones and Marty's boring tones. All right, and, and but we do appreciate everybody that does listen we to do. us. I mean, my advice, man, is find something that you really like that you can just lose yourself in for an hour or two. Not every day even, but even once a week. Whether it's, I'm going to play this game and zone out for like two hours and just zone in on this. Yeah. It shuts a lot of shit off. It will alleviate a lot of stress for me. Oh, yes. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, be it. And if you want to release some, release some stress, just listen to us babble about stuff. And we started on Black Eyed Kids. Now we're right. talking about going now, outside. Now we're a self-help group. Self-help. <laughs> and we're like, yes, you know, you could lay down. I'll clear your mind. Listen to the, the soothing tones of Yanni. Actually, I have a couple of his CDs. <laughs> I, think I, bad, I think I actually have one really no, there's there's a few there's a few times I've I've got a couple of different uh, Tangerine Dream is awesome, uh, dude. Love yeah, it. it is. Now I got a few different like mellow out CDs from even way back in the day, like Enya stuff and Clanade. Oh no, dude, man, some of that shit's great. If you're just like chilling, just zoning out, not even you know induced zoning out, but like on your own, just zoning out. No, it just kind of. It's all floaty and, and very ethereal and mellowy. Yeah, that's what they're there for. It's not something you're gonna listen to every day. But then the black eyed kids show up and knock on your door, right. ruin your vibe, and you're just vibing. It's like God, they're they're, they're like the they're like the old guy on Poltergeist too. Let me in. No, I don't want to let you in, you creepy bastards. So, what's your final take on the black eyed kids? We'll wrap this up before we lose people. Uh, right, right, right. No, I, 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 my gut feeling has always been they are some type of fae. Maybe not as common as some of the goblin and elf and some of those that we know, even leprechauns. But uh, even over time, I think with the internet, I think they do draw energy also from people reading about them. Because there are a lot of stories of people not dealing with them until they've gone into a deep dive and are thinking about them, and then they show up. So you're implying we're gonna have to? I'm gonna have to punt some kids across my we head. We might I don't have know. some outside the window right now. I don't know. I'm glad there are shades. But <laughs> well, yeah, that, I, I, I honestly believe, that, like I said, that's been my gut instinct from the beginning. Is they are some type of fae. I would have to go. I would have to follow you on along that same road. Also, if I took a longer way to get there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Because I think there's reports of them back in our history, like with the Pied Piper. Right. Is a tale saying, "Hey, this is what happened." came and got our kids and this and now they took them away and yep and, and that theory is not completely out of whack man i mean i i, I get it yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get a point I do get it well have you got anything else Marty, or we're gonna shut this down for the night i don't uh, i'm gonna finish up my rooted beer and uh we'll call her a night yeah please people if you got stories or you have a topic you'd like to uh, ramble on about email us at eoth podcast at gmail.com we even made it simpler yes we took all the letters out we just abbreviated got four letters now. and i think you went back on all of our old shows and changed, I changed everything on yep, our show heading. notes and everything and also like the old saying goes fuck normal when is normal ever want a goddamn thing goodbye Oh, my God.